Welcome to Tough Questions, where we address the most challenging issues of a real and a relative Christian faith. If you're joining us on Facebook Live or our YouTube channel, Instagram, or maybe the Tough Questions podcast, again, I want to say thanks for dialing in. Now let's get into our subject for this episode. Wait a minute. I'm supposed to trust in a God that I don't see, that I haven't spoken to, and I really fully don't understand? How is that one fair? And how hard that is to do? Why is it that the Bible makes faith in God seem so easy? Because it really is not. You know, it's confession time. I'm a, I'm a pastor, and sometimes I find it very difficult to trust in what God is doing and in what God is allowing. You know, as a Christian, I'm supposed to love God with all my heart, believe in Him, and trust Him in all. And yet many times I feel very uneasy about the future. You know, you, we, we worry. I mean, we all worry about the tensions that's in our country right now. The You know, all this divisiveness and the culture and all of these things that are, seem to be going in, in the wrong direction. The political division and the racism and on and on and on. Well, we worry. What if we never find out who really honestly won the election? What if nothing ever changes after all of the protests and the demonstrations are done? You know, what if the United Methodist Church chooses here in the future to go in a direction theologically that I totally disagree with? What if I end up getting COVID-19? How do you trust in this God that you cannot see when you're surrounded by tremendous issues? I don't see him, but I certainly see the COVID. I certainly see the unemployment numbers climbing. I certainly see, you know, the tension and the discourse everywhere. How does trusting in God work? Because, you know, in the past I've prayed and I've asked for things and I think they were good things. I think they were righteous things. I think they were things that God would, would honor. And he didn't answer my prayer. He could have, but he didn't. You know, and that's a, that's a fair question, isn't it? So how do you trust a God like that, that you, that you don't see, you don't hear, you don't understand? And, and many times, as Mother Teresa would say, he was silent. I want to take you on a little journey today. Jesus in the, in the book of Luke is uh, by this lake, the lake of Gennesaret, and he's teaching uh, the people that had gathered there. Well, you know, after Jesus is done teaching, it's the end of the day, and the fishermen have come in, and, you know, they're cleaning out their boats, and they're repairing their nets, and all of those kinds of things. And, and Jesus gets into the boat that belongs to Simon. And let me take you to Luke chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. When he had finished speaking, this is Jesus when he had finished talking to the, to the crowd. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let the nets down for a catch. Well, Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught a thing. So what was really being said here? 
was Jesus saying to Simon, you know, I'm going to show you that you can trust in me. If you just do this one thing for me, if you will just stretch yourself far enough to, to go out into the, the water and to put the nets down one more time, I'm going to show you who I am. I'm going to show you that you can trust in who I am. And I'm sure at that point, Peter was like, you know, what you're asking me to do just feels really, really stupid. You know, I'm a smart person. I've been fishing all my life. You know, I've been out there all night long and there's nothing out there right now. And, and yet you want me to go out there? Really what Peter needed to do is, at that particular time, he needed to, to pray in his heart. Lord, help me to obey. God, help me to obey your will in my life. Even when I don't understand. Even when I just don't seem to get it. You see, the prayer that Simon Peter needed to say was, Lord, help me to open my hearts so that I can let down the nets. And Simon answered, Master, we've, heard, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. You know, this is the journey that Peter has started and, he, and he's on at this point. Uh, a journey that is going to be building his faith uh, in Jesus and in God and in the mission of Christ here in the world. Uh, Peter, Simon, is starting this journey at this point. Realize you don't have to understand completely what God is calling you to do in order to obey what God wants you to do immediately. You don't have to understand it. And that's one of the challenges that we wrestle with in the world today is people don't want to buy into something or don't want to take a hold of something unless they understand it or feel that they understand it. When it comes to your relationship with God and when it comes to what, what God is doing in the world, you will never, ever, ever understand everything that God is doing completely. It's just not, it's just not in the cards. The book of Proverbs kind of sums up what we need to do this way. This comes from Proverbs 3. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and lean not onto your own understanding, but in all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. You know, that, that one verse tells us that if we simply trust in who God is, he's going to make everything right. He's going to make it all turn out. It might look bleak. It might look like you're heading down the wrong road or whatever the case might be. But if we trust in who God is and participate in what God is doing, God will lead us out the other end of it to a great, great future. In the... In the Bible, there's a word, um, batakath, and it is translated as trust, or submit to, or be obedient to, or cling to. You see, in order to cling to God or batak God, you have to let go of whatever it is that you're holding on to. You got to let go of your own understanding. You got to let go of your own wisdom, your own plans, your own goals, your own aspirations, your own place that you see yourself six months from now. You got to let go of all of those things in order to fully trust God and follow God to wherever He is going to take you. You got to you got to do that if you're going to let down the nets. 
there's um, a group of, of Jesuit priests uh, from back in the 1600s, and I want to tell you a little bit about this group. There was eight of them. There was two lay missionaries and six Jesuit priests, and they've come to be known as the North American Martyrs over the years. And again, back in the early 1600s, uh, these men traveled to a place that uh, we today know as Canada. And they felt called by God. They didn't understand the plans that God had for them. They didn't understand, you know, why God wanted them to go to this particular place. He, they didn't understand why, you know, all of these doors were being opened that would lead them uh, to this particular place and time. Uh, but they did sense that it was God's calling. So they went. And this group of eight people went. And the first group that they encountered was this group of Native uh, Americans, Native Indians, uh, the Huron tribe. And the Hurons didn't trust them at first. But over a short period of time, uh, this group of uh, eight missionaries was able to help the Hurons with people that were ill and nursing them back to, to health. They shared with them uh, new and different ways of farming and, and, and ways to improve their life. And because of the growing relationship that they had, eventually this group of missionaries was able to share Jesus with them. Now again, I want you to see that this group of missionaries, they didn't have all the answers. I mean, they had more reasons in front of them not to go than they had to really go. But they did it. They were obedient. They went, and God was using their willingness to go see, you know, this part of the world and to, and to interact with these Indian tribes. God was using that to bring these people to faith. Well, there was another tribe there. It was the Iroquois Indians, and they were always, seemed like, at war with the Hurons. So the Iroquois assumed that these missionaries, you know, were their enemies because the Hurons were their enemies also. And over the next eight-year period, uh, those, each one of those missionaries died a horrible death at the hands of the Iroquois Indians. Now, you might look at this story and say, well, how is that trusting in God? And, you know, uh, that doesn't... That doesn't make me want to let go of my own understanding and just simply trust in who God is. I want you to see, though, that these men were obedient to God and that the plans and the purposes that God has in this life, uh, they're not always, you know, a rose garden. Sometimes it's quite difficult. But we have to keep in mind, you know, in the forefront of our mind that God's plan in this world is to bring people back to himself. And it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take hardship. And sometimes it's just plain hard to even think about. But still we're left with this choice, with this God that we believe in and that we trust in, but you know, only to a certain degree because we've never heard his voice. We've, you know, we only see doors opening and closing. And, and you know, it's hard to trust in someone where you don't know where they're taking you especially when you read stories of this nature where you see people that were trying to do the right thing and they did, but it ended up costing them their lives. 
If any of us are ever going to be at the point to where, like Simon, we're willing to let down our nets simply at the command of Jesus or at the call of God, we have to learn to trust him without any reservation. That is my hope and my prayer for you this week, is that you will continue on this journey of faith and that your your time with God this week will bring you to a deeper love for him and just a deeper understanding of the pathway that God has carved out for your particular life. The same thing for me, that this week we might all come to a deeper understanding and a deeper commitment to let down the nets. Tough Questions for God is a teaching ministry of the Rosebush United Methodist Church and is available live on Facebook Sunday mornings at 11.30 a.m. Or feel free to check out our YouTube channel at Rosebush UMC. If you like podcasts, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even Listen Notes. All of these different resources are available on the two websites that are listed here. Also, on Mondays, a weekly devotion is posted using the same media, so check it out. If you are into blogging, check out the Tough Questions for God blog at the website that is listed here for you. As always, God bless, have a great week, and thanks for dialing in.